To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode is also brought to you by pbandjoey.com. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for the all-new dark roast coffee. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey, folks, open an account today with Weeble, and with just a $100 deposit, you'll get four free stocks. And if you refer a friend, you'll get two more. Such a simple way to start a portfolio with the power of a desktop, tablet, or cell phone. With Weeble, you'll get zero commission fees, access to pre-market trading, and in-depth analytical tools for more advanced users. If you want to support this program, go to positivesarcasm.com, click on the Weeble banner in the contact section. That way, I'll get free stocks, and you'll get free stocks. Now, that's something most of us can agree on. Terms and conditions do apply. See Weeble.com for more information. Thank you to Weeble, and please trade responsibly. Housewives, so they're generally hitting the Moscato too because they need something sweet in their lives because their husband is sour. That ring on your finger? Some pygmy died digging that out of a hole for you to say I do and ruin some guys like you know look at that dude he's got a hernia shaped like a bag of pretzels that he just you're ate. going to Thailand you're going to smash some dude going over there for guy time but it's not with his buddies what does it say on the bottle well if it says that on the bottle why did you put it on your head all these actors did was shut their mouths because they didn't want to be run out of Hollywood now a bad batch of Chinese food has you blowing insurance premiums on vitamin fucking really? D too much That's what we're I going sound like Bill Maher really John really? really we can't do this anymore auntie i'll see you at the bar mitzvah almost like it never existed but it fucking did so do me a favor go yourself jairpositivesarcasm.com recorded here from the sandbox like subscribe share donate positivesarcasm.com Slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. If you're a fitness competitor getting ready for next year's uh, fitness competitions and you need some posing music, whether it's 60 seconds or three minutes, you can email me directly. Positive sarcasm at outlook.com. You can also uh, contact me directly through my website, of course. You just go to the contact section of my website and just hit, up, hit me up with whatever you need. I'm, I'm more than happy to help. I'll even call you directly. I'll call you directly. Um, if you have any other questions, concerns, comments, of course, you can email me, of course. You hit me up through my social medias, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok when I'm on there. Um, I'll tell you, that, that one's pretty... Uh, that'll keep you going for days is that freaking TikTok, man. I'm, I'm tr I try really hard not to go into... You know what really kills me is like Facebook Marketplace. I love Craigslist. I love looking, you know, searching for whether it's like used cars or property or rentals or things like that. Just, you know, in, in FB Marketplace has a lot of that so that that one they got me hooked on but for the most part i'm generally not on there i mean i was following like some of the written house stuff and a couple of things but um i've been wanting to get to this one this is a delicate situation but now it's hitting closer to home and it's this stuff is really starting to bother me look i think uh we all obviously we all went to school and as soon as we hit, like, we all thought we were badasses in, like, fifth and sixth grade. We were getting A's and B's. We were on a roll. We knew what we were doing. And then for some reason, we hit, like, seventh, eighth grade, and we all felt, or at least I did, felt kind of stupid. All of a sudden, the math kind of went from being like, oh, this is nothing. Just, you know, take the test and 
this is this and this is that. And nine times six is 54. And the next thing you know, it's like, how did I get a D on this paper? I don't understand. And, you know, it was just a different school. You felt like a fish out of water. You were afraid you're going to get beat up. There were so many other things that you had to concern yourself with when you hit uh, middle school and high school. And this latest thing is not one that anybody was really prepared for. Not even the kids themselves. And they don't even know how to react to it. Kids are just looking to get accepted and get through the aquarium of death that is high school. I mean, and then on, on top of all that, you... You wanted to graduate. You wanted to identify. You wanted to belong. You know, it's like, oh, they got a cell phone. Why can't I have a cell phone? They got a freaking, they got a Facebook account. Why, Mom, why can't I have a Facebook account? All my friends are going out. Why can't I go about? Oh, my friend, oh, she, she you know, uh, the, Sarah's parents let her drink. Why can't I drink? You know, all these are all things, all this craziness while you're developing. You, you really don't need to pile on any more stuff than there already is on a on a growing on a growing person on a student who's still in the learning process then there already is um and school already sucks enough and now it's sucking even more because they're just adding in more nightmare scenarios where most of these teachers are not prepared for it and to be honest there's no real way to prepare for it so um i have a curriculum here this is like a standard curriculum you would have if you'd like go to school. Like year seven, <coughs> excuse me, um, English. You've got English plus which for accelerated reading and skills, which was me. You had math. There was six lessons over two weeks. There was uh, math plus. So if you were, if you were, you had to take your English. You had to take your math. You had to take your science. You had humanities, which is history and geography. Two very different things. It's important to learn your ge geography so you know where you're going. It's important to learn your history so you know where you've been. And then you have um, language class. So if you want to, if you're going to study abroad or if you want to be a be uh, more hireable in the workforce, it may be important to learn either French, German, and most likely either Chinese, Japanese, or Spanish. Um, I don't know what happened to Latin, but sorry. Then, of course, if you wanted to get into computing, you definitely need computing skills, whether it was graphics art, technical skills, computer science, computer programming. Then you had physical education, which is super important and definitely takes up a lot of energy. So that is one thing that's also super important. Now, then you have your art class and your drama class and your music class. So your extracurricular creative classes on top of that. So you had all of that packed into one. This is just year seven, just you being fresh into middle school. So you've already got a lot on your plate. And the amount of book bags I see these little girls walking around with is enough to break my back. You know, year uh, year eight, there's more lessons, there's more math, there's science. I mean, it's, it's a workload. It's a serious workload for the average student. And then if they want to actually excel, they got to go from, you know, basic algebra to calculus or trigonometry. And then if they wanted to do uh, advanced English, they got to take an extra, they got to take a harder class where there's more testing. Same thing with computer programming. If you're doing Visual Basic, but you wanted to learn C++, now there's other things like XML and JavaScript, uh, not JavaScript, excuse me, uh, whatever the new stuff is uh, for programming. Um, history and geography, that would probably be something I should have excelled in. And if I was given the proper lessons and the proper teachers, I think I could have done a lot better in just exploring just history and just geography. Um, PE was basically just, is just PE. Go ahead and run around in a circle for, uh, one hour. And then that's about it. Um, 
so in any of this, where does this leave the student time to learn about diversity, inclusion, pronouns, any of this stuff that's now becoming sort of mainstream <coughs> and now they have faculty that are hired specifically to write out these areas of the curriculum, to write out these booklets, to get this stuff into, somehow sneak it through past the superintendent and get it into the classrooms and to get it into these kids' heads. I don't know how it's possible, but the, the idea is that budgets for schools have always been ultra tight. Learning current curriculums and proper student education has always been a struggle. And now on top of all that, you're going to allocate money and f and time to have these people put this into the curriculum? In any way, does this make sense to a growing person? In any way, does this make sense to the taxpayers of the community who want their kids to actually learn how to balance a checking account, how to make sure that when they graduate high school, they have some of the basic skills to go out there and compete in the workforce immediately or to continue their education, maybe to become a lawyer or maybe to become a doctor or maybe to learn a trade like a plumber or a welder or an electrician. Some of the things that are extremely expensive. You ever tried calling a 24 hour plumber? Hope you got a credit card because you're going to need it. Those dudes are expensive and they're in demand and their price is always going up because it's a specialty skill. So for all of this, you're all of a sudden you're going to insert all this other shit which is not backed by anything, but theoretical constructs that's not bound, that's not really grounded in any major biology, any major uh, uh, scientific facts. It's just something so, that was the problem. I grew up, I am a, not a victim, I am a product, basically, not thankfully not too much, of the participatory trophy generation. Those things started showing up uh, around when I started, you know, doing you know baseball and basketball and whatever else was out there now thankfully as far as like participate participation trophies i was never a big fan of having those never really a big fan of keeping them but they started passing i was a soccer uh coach for like one year and they they just gave them out to all the kids it's like you didn't win anything you just got your ass kicked fucking four to nothing all right but you don't it's not like you need to give them a trophy they didn't do anything to earn that trophy Okay, they maybe earned some chicken nuggets at the end of the game, but for the most part, they didn't earn a trophy. So this participatory trophy stuff is warping a kid's ability of achievement, uh, of discipline, of hard work. And this whole inclusion things. Look, every time you try to include everybody in on something, you're going to leave somebody out. And I don't, obviously the dismantling of our language, the dismantling of our sciences is something that is extremely, extre well, it's extremely destructive to the standard curriculum that is school. And school's curriculums already have been crumbling for a long time. I, there was a major problem when it came to teaching proper history, a major issue when it came to teaching geography, the languages were failing. Um, English, I'm sure has taken a serious hit. Math, I'm sure, is taking it. Math in places like California are definitely taking a serious hit, and New York included, because apparently math is racist. Don't understand that. So, uh, 
it was something my my sister uh, showed me a book about diversity and inclusion and about how uh, essentially um, how I sh like all all children who aren't of a certain color should be uh, strapped with guilt from the moment they uh, walk into their first classroom. And this was uh, schools out of the Lakes Region area in our great state, and uh, it pissed a lot of um, parents off. And I was extremely annoyed about it because. Here's the thing, when you're going into a school, when you're going into a classroom, as a student, you've already got a lot of things to concern yourself with. Number one is making sure that you pass the freaking class. Number two is getting sure that you, making sure that you have your homework all set up, that you have your curriculums taken care of, that you're making, maybe making friends as well, just you know, being cordial with people and just learning how to be polite. You should not be walking into a classroom automa to, to automatically assume that you're some type of racist, or that you have privilege, or that you have uh, uh, some type of advantage over some people. Everybody's born with advantages in some way, shape, or form, okay? I'm not LeBron James, all right? I can't dunk a basketball. He can do that, he's gifted with it, and he works, and he trains really hard on top of that. So he gets to do that. He gets to do that. I don't, so I gotta basically sit on here and talk every week. So, the idea, but it's always a challenge when you go into school and you have to make sure that you are focused on only yourself and nobody else. Your idea of going to school and kind of fitting in is one thing, but going to school and learning and making sure that you have the proper skills to exit school and enter the workforce, if not immediately down the road, um, or to, if you were planning to travel with these skills and this knowledge, that would be good. If you wanted to continue your education, hey, that's fine too. But to walk in and all of a sudden have to make sure that you you are you have to be careful with what you say or how you say it and how it's interpreted, whether it's a microaggression or whether it's racist or whether it's sexist or whether it's phobic, it's not a way to get a student to want to come to school. Kids already have enough problems. It's so hard just going to school and trying to stay interested and let alone just pass the schools. And then going to uh, uh, pass classes. And then on top of all that, if you are responsible enough or are capable enough of keeping up with your education, then there's other things like your extracurriculum stuff, whether it's in economics or whether it's in art or in drama or in music. Or in uh, if you do like track and field or baseball or football, making sure that your studies are up so you can focus on this. Not this other stuff that's coming out from this bullshit progressive movement that right, that's it's that's coming into our schools that's now here in at least my, and it's now in my state and i think it's a problem and there's getting especially lately especially lately i'm sure you guys have seen some type of news there's a shit ton of pushback a ton people are tired of it and it and they're they're tired of it in every race of every face and on every side of the fence in every state they're done they're done with it they're pushing back and it's not going to be pretty. And these are the people you actually don't want to piss off. Okay? So, the idea is I'll, all that matters is when a student enters the classroom is that they have the resources to excel in the classroom. That's it. It is their responsibility to make sure that they show up to class on time, to do their curriculum properly, to do have access to resources as far as tutoring or uh, for... for um, for food or nutrition and that type of stuff. If they need some type of counseling, 
obviously, or, or a nurse, there's that stuff available too. I get it. Um, so, but this other stuff, this, 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 these pronoun issues that are entering high school, the gender assignment stuff that's going on, or, or, you know, identity stuff that's going on, the, um, the diversity inclusion situation that's going on in schools is a major problem because you don't want to be looking at other uh, classmates because they're your classmates. They're nothing else. Sometimes they're your friends, but overall, they're your classmates. All shapes and sizes. It doesn't matter. That's your classmate. That could be your study partner. That could be your tutoring partner. That could be, um, you know, your 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 what are you, your your partner in, in music class or in gym class. It doesn't matter. You should not be looking at them like they have more privilege of, than you or you have more privilege than them or you have some guilt over them like you stole their cookies or you took their land. That's not stuff that should be going on inside of a, a child's mind when they're entering the classroom, when they're entering high school. Like they're all of a sudden either a victim of something that doesn't exist or they are an oppressor, a victimizer the moment they walk into school. That's so damaging to a child's mind it's an absolute breakdown so i'll get you to this was the the diversity and inclusion paperwork had was um assigned to schools in the lakes region and it caused a shit ton of outrage it caused a shit ton of outrage um basically and it's it's very it's very cleverly worded it's very cleverly worded but now it's actually in the news and it's now it's turned into a lawsuit but it's not by the people in the lakes region that issue is being handled separately. This issue is actually coming out of the Seacoast area school, uh, namely Exeter, New Hampshire. I, I mean, that's like 10 minutes down the road for me. So this is from the New York Post. And, uh, I'll, and I'll, let me show you the curriculum really quick I'm talking about. I mean, look at all this stuff that you have to deal with on a daily basis. This is, I mean, from 7 a.m. to 2 o'clock, you have to literally hit, I mean, this is... You have to hit every part of the body. If you if this was like a workout regimen, you're hitting every part of the body, every single part, every single day. Plus your extracurriculums, plus your homework, plus your studying. All that stuff going on. Do we really have time for this indoctrination bullshit? I don't think we do. And now one student's pretty pissed off because they got suspended for some for this. So students suspended. This is Mark uh, Lungiero. Students suspended for saying there are only two genders, lawsuit claims. So this is a student at Exeter High School. A New Hampshire teenager is suing his school district after he was allegedly suspended, allegedly meaning he was suspended, from athletics for saying there are only, quote, two genders. The Exeter High School freshman said in the, in the suit that he was hit with, with one, uh, one game football suspension in September, stemming from a text conversation, a text conversation he had with another student off school grounds. The lawsuit was filed November 4th through an attorney with Christian organization with the Christian organization Cornerstone Action with the claim that he stated a Catholic-based belief that there are only male and female genders. This was reported originally by the Portsmouth Herald. Herald. The kids' lawsuit also claims Exeter policy on non-binary gender identity and pronouns infringe upon infringes on his First Amendment rights. Let me read that back to you. Policy. They have a policy on non-binary gender identity pronouns in in this school. You have a policy on this? That's your you have a somebody was paid to take the time out of their day to put this in the fucking curriculum. Or excuse me, put this in 
their school's policy. A public high school. And they have to be careful. They have to realize, like, Co Brown is right down the street and Phillips Exeter Academy is right down the street. So the kids' lawsuit also claims, okay, so this infringes on his First Amendment rights. First Amendment, freedom of speech. Policy says students have the right to be addressed by a name and pronoun of their choosing related to their gender identities and also say those who don't recognize other gender identities or pronouns are violating the policy. The student doesn't deny he violated the policy, the lawsuit says, according to the Herald. He, in fact, denied and will continue to deny that any person can belong to any gender other than male or female, the lawsuit says. The student, it goes on, will never refer to any individual person using plural pronouns such as they, using contrived pronouns such as Z, Z which is like Z, Zimzer, or with any similar terminology that reflects values with the student does not share. The suspension came after the student had been engaged in a conversation on the bus over gender with friends over the perceived difficulty in using plural programs, pronouns for an individual in Spanish. I'll bring that back, part back up in a minute, which uses masculine and feminine plurals, according to the suit. Latino and Latina. Not Latinx. No, there isn't. Quote, there, no, there isn't. There are only two genders the student allegedly replied. A female student overheard the discussion, that bitch, and allegedly told the student there were more than two genders. Quote, no, there isn't. There are only two genders, the student allegedly replied. That conversation continued in a contentious text exchange, which was shown to him by a school administrators in printed form when he was suspended to Herald Reporter. School superintendent David Ryan told the Associated Press the school was reviewing the complaint will be able to share a statement once we have completed that review. Well, so if you, I mean, in school, it's super important, super important that you get your basic shit squared away first before you go out to La La Land and try to figure out what gender you think you may not be. And basically... Your brain's not even developed to the age of 25 anyways. You're trying to sort all this emotional and hormonal stuff out at the moment in time that this policy is basically right up your ass. So all this stuff going on, you're trying to figure out what your what your life is, what your what your direction of your life is going to go, how you're going to uh, how you're going to mix and mingle with the opposite sex cuz that's obviously going to come about. You have to figure that stuff out on your own. <coughs> There's so much other shit that you have to f worry about that you have to learn to understand on a basic fundamental level. That this flips it on its head. It's important that when you're in school you learn about biology to its chromosomal level. Okay? It's important that when you're at this age, your nutrition is on point. You can't go college full ramen noodles every night. You can't do that. You have to have proper nutrition. You have to have proper exercise. You have to have these things on the basic core level so that you can succeed in school. Sleep is also important. You need to understand science at its basic level, its core level. You need to understand math at its core level. You need to understand history, how it not only on its core basic level and all the things in history that took place, but the things that preceded situations like this 
that may or may not have caused the downfall of large societies, large civilizations, whether it was the Romans, whether it was the Greeks, whether it was whatever, the, uh, the Russians, the Soviets, who knows? If situations like this led to the downfall of civilizations, that might be something worth learning about. You need to understand English and Spanish at its basic levels. You need to understand, you need to understand its basic fundamentals. You can't just say everything is a construct. That's not because it's not true. That's not true. Things aren't just a construct. Things actually exist. The only way the only way you're going to tell me things aren't a construct is if you set if if it's proven that we are actually living in a simulation. And if it is in a, if you are living in a simulation, who's running, who's playing the game? And what's their situation? And what's their gender? And who taught them? And who helped them build, build the civilization? Something is built out of concrete. Okay? But other than that and saying, "Hey, we're not we're not in a simulation." Other than saying we're in a simulation, look, we understand the body. At a chromosomal level, we understand how to cure illnesses, how to treat how to treat illnesses, diseases. We understand pregnancy. We understand who makes the babies. We understand this. We understand who creates them, who feeds them, who takes care of them. We understand human biology at an amazing level, and we want to throw all that away at a time where people should be learning exactly who they are. It takes years. For somebody to learn who they are, you need to understand what you are, what what box, what you are made out of first, before you hit the age of twenty five and figure, you know what? I don't know. Maybe I'm just gonna go this way. At twenty five or twenty one, you go ahead and do that. But when it comes to when you're in school, learn the basic shit first. This other stuff about letting people play around in fucking fantasy land is horrible. These people are going to be terrible workers. They are. They're going to be terrible workers. Oh, what do you mean? Google and freaking Yahoo and Apple hire them all the time. Who says that working there is a great environment? Who says walking into an office every single day is a great environment? For whom? I guarantee you a person like this who works in a lot of the offices that I used to work with would be nothing but a disruption. And I'm not talking about people who are... No, I'm just saying people like this with their with their pronouns, their identity, and they're completely focused on that. If this is the stuff that they're focused with specifically when they're in school, guess what? They're going to be absolutely disruptive in the in the workplace. Because they're so focused on themselves, they're not focused on what they can provide the workforce. They're not focused on how they can help and how they can assist and how they can make the company a better company. They're just focused on being violated and being victimized and being microaggressed. It's just not, that's, they're too busy worrying about themselves when shit needs to get processed, when shit needs to get fixed, when shit needs to get built. These people are too focused about their identity. That makes them extremely narcissistic, extremely selfish, extremely sociopathic. That's a dangerous person. When you instill these things at a high school and a middle school level, it makes these people a damage to society. When you're an adult and you get the proper education and you still decide that maybe there's something going on, fine, you go do you go do you. But guess what? Nobody's a pony, nobody's a fucking unicorn, nobody's a rainbow, nobody's a cat. You're a fucking student. And your and your responsibility as a student is to learn the basic skills needed so that you can contribute to this planet. Whether you're making solar panels or you are 
making moldings for, you know, wrenches. Doesn't matter. If you can contribute, you have a say. If you don't contribute, you don't have a say. And that's obviously showing right now with the amount of people that are leaving workforce because it's like, hey, we're just going to get paid. We're just going to sit on our asses. And anything that you say that makes people uncomfortable, all of a sudden they just go ahead and they take your entire text frame and they send it off to the superintendent and you end up getting suspended from the football game. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing to one's ego who works very hard to get on that football team. It's hard to get, it's hard to be a football player. Really hard to be a football player. It's hard enough just being a student, but it's hard enough to be a football player as well. So this kid gets his pride messed with and gets suspended for a game or so because he violated a policy written by some asshole who's obviously getting paid way too fucking much and probably shouldn't have a job at a school. And first of all, they're talking about when it comes to... Um, what uh, was he? See here. Something to do with... It's right up here, actually. It's about the Spanish... Um, right. Came at the engage in a conversation over the bus over gender with friends perceived difficulty using plural pronouns for an individual in Spanish, which uses masculine and feminine plurals. Spanish doesn't use, Spanish only uses masculine and feminine plurals. There's no such thing as Latinx. Latinx overly complicates a beautiful language. There's no need to screw it up. As a matter of fact, it's progressive, but creating a term for people that don't identify with either male or female to me is not progressive. To me, that's confusion. I personally think that we're seeing more and more of Latinx because the people advocating for it are elitist. They're really loud and they push their issues out into the world as if they're the biggest ones. When in reality, there's much bigger issues facing the Latino community, such as high levels of diabetes, poverty rate, illiteracy, high numbers of incarceration. There's so many other issues that we could be dealing with as a Latino community. And the way we identify ourselves I would say is at the bottom of the list. But because these people are so loud, this puts media outlets and many other people in a position of pressure where they feel like they have to adopt the term, otherwise they're not being inclusive enough. That is Edward Ramey. You can find him, uh, you can find him on YouTube. Okay? That's uh, Stop Saying Latinx, It's Latino. Edward Ramey has over 3,000 subscribers. Go ahead and check him out. So basically... He states that there are so many other issues going on just within his own community. Poverty, diabetes, car incarceration. These are other things that they could be focused on. And yet the Latinx community, this is the one, this is the one thing. So that you're basically telling the Spanish community that they have to incorporate something that's never existed in their own language. You're telling, so what, you got a bunch of white people telling a bunch of fucking Spanish people they need to adopt this into their language? I don't, I, I don't think that's how it works. I'm sorry. That's not, that's not how it works. You can't do that. It's just, it, well, first of all, you won't do that. They'll just reject it. They'll just reject it. So in that language... Other genders, non-binary genders, don't exist. They don't. At the end of the day, you either either this or that. Now, there is it is true. It and I think one tribe somewhere out there. First of all, well, in there is truth. A, a tr there was a tribe where you did have non-binary or trans individuals actually physically within the community. 
But this was like it. So it has existed in time. But this is a very, 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 very small percentage. And to take these, remember what's, what Edward Rami said? This is an extremely loud, these are extremely loud people steering the corporate narrative and making, making schools bow, schools, colleges, and workforces, and politicians bowing to these people. These lunatics, these really fucking loud people on Twitter that have no values to society. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. Let me we'll just play that back again. For what he what what he what Edward Rami was saying. Because it makes a lot of sense. All this other shit that they could be worrying about. So I really want to make it clear that I'm not against adopting new words and new terms to identify us. Right. If it makes sense. If it's progressive. If it makes but sense. Creating a term for people that don't identify with either male or female to me is not progressive. To me, that's confusion. Confusion. It's confusing. Stop making shit so difficult, more difficult than it already needs to be. Make it keep it simple. The Spanish language is a strong language. It's one of the easiest to adopt, understand, learn. Okay? So why would you want to make it more confusing? I personally think that we're seeing more and more of Latinx because the people advocating for it are elitists. They're elitists. Keep that in mind. Who are these elitists? Are they just rich, powerful people who want to control? Seems like there's more of that going around lately. They're really loud and they push their issues out into the world as if they're the biggest ones. When in reality... Yeah, like they're the big like this is the biggest issue going on around. Not saying like the ed, like funding education is not a problem, crime in a lot of these cities is not a problem, incarceration, health problems. You know, or you know that's that's that they, there's so many other things that they could be worrying about. This is not even one of them. They're just trying to what they're doing here is trying to make the little problems the little that are, well we call them little problems, but they're not even problems at all. They're trying to create a problem. What they're trying to do is create a problem. Sorry, Eddie, I gotta turn you down for a little bit. There we go. It's not even they're trying to solve the little problems before the big problems. It's they're trying to create a problem. Trying to create a problem that is going on in the community that never existed to begin with. And if it did, it was so minute, it didn't matter. That affected a very small amount of the population. And then what they do is they take that little problem, they make it, they advertise it as it's a huge problem. And then they say, we can fix it. And when they supposedly fix it by implementing policy, they look like heroes to their voting base. Because yay, we're inclusive and yay, we support everyone and we love everyone. No, you gotta be nice to, you gotta be nice to Sarah. She just switched her gender. That's not how it works. And yet, while you do that, while you take a problem that did a little problem that didn't exist to begin with and pretend like it's a major problem, you and you run on this problem and you push policy on this problem and you get this problem signed into law or signed into school curriculums. All those other problems are still there. Student dropout rates, crime, uh, whether or not the parents are home, latchkey kids. Where they're going to go to school, high, uh, rising tuition rates, health and wellness. 
You know, these are other issues that you completely ignored from the very beginning. And now we're going all the way to create a new problem that takes all these other problems. And by ignoring the major problems, such as the diabetes, the incarceration rates and that Edward Ramos, Rami, excuse me, uh, rightfully brought up. You ignore these problems by creating a sm uh, creating another problem that's not a problem. These other problems, these real problems, just continue to get worse and they compound. So that these problems, these major problems, instead of them taking a, a months to, you know, soften, now take years to fix. And then they take years to fix, they take they take decades to fix. Now it's it could take generations to solve these problems. You realize when you fuck up one person, that's 30 years. You've lost, you you fuck up one person, that's 30 years of, of their life gone. That person's fucked the next 30 years. Okay? You you go to a high school and you fuck up every person that comes out of that high school, that's the entire high school. That's a whole generation of kids screwed. Whether they don't have kids, they don't. whether they don't have uh, mothers and fathers in the house, whether they're not properly taught the right history lessons, the right math, the right science, the right language they don't even know what gender they are the minute they leave high school they don't have the proper education they don't have the right funding or they, they don't have any uh, understanding of money and value and effort and work and struggle and suffering they don't have any values instilled upon them they don't understand their prop own proper nutrition and effort they just you just tell them that they're important they're the world they're everything whatever you want you're special you're you are you know the greatest thing ever and whoever says otherwise is a bigot, uh, a homophobe, a transphobe, a racist. And that person is just trying to keep you down. That's a victimizer. They are the oppressor. So you send these people off and then they, they go from high school where they already are instilled with all this bullshit and you send them into college. Where it's amplified even more. And then at the end of that, you just drop hundreds of thousands of dollars of college debt on top of them. And you send them off with even less skills. And now they have debt to a job that's going to pay them what? Going to pay them what? 15 bucks an hour? $18 an hour? Shit, they have dispatchers in the state of New Hampshire. They paid 27 grand a year. They can't fill the positions. And you're going to get some non-binary Latinx person to fill that position? You don't want those people talking to your police officers, to your firemen, to your public works officials. You don't want... They'll just tell them to kick rocks. That's not going to happen. You don't... You can't... This isn't real. You realize... We'll see. We'll, let me look up here. Let me look up an even bigger issue. According to this, you suspended this kid who works his ass off to get on the football team. Who has a conversation? Who has a contested conversation with somebody about science and biology, basically? And according to the his own value system and his faith, and of course the entire Spanish language and the Spanish community, that it's factual information in the span in Spanish, masculine and feminine. That's it. That's how it is. When it comes to his faith, figure that out for yourself. People are their own faith. I don't know what else to tell you. But when it comes to being in high school, it's important that you learn biology. One of the most important things. So when it comes to the things that are hammering into, let's see, 
let's see. What's the percent? Um, they talk about diabetes. This Edward Rami talks about diabetes in the United States. So, or, or with his own community. Let's just look up what's the percentage of uh, diabetes. Now, type 2 is, is something you bring upon yourself. Type 1, you can get type 1 from having type 2. Type 1 is something you're born with. Type 2 diabetes. So let's just do type 2 diabetes in U.S. And let's just see the number. Okay. Uh, oh, I should put in percentage. Um, percentage. All right. Significantly increased in the U.S. among youths from 10 to 19 years old. Incidence of type 2 diabetes remains stable among non-Hispanic whites and increased in all others, especially non-Hispanic blacks. Okay. Uh, That's the same place that murdered puppies. Um, Let's see here. Let me pop this up on the screen. Diabetes and facts. Diabetes occurs when your blood glucose, also called blood sugar, is too high. High blood glucose, i.e. eating too many refined carbohydrates um, and no exercise and just eating an overall poor diet, uh, can cause health problems over time. The main types of diabetes are type 1, type 2, and gestational. Total, an estimated 34.2 million have, di have diabetes. 10.5% of the U.S. population. An estimated 26.9 million people of all ages have been diagnosed with diabetes. 8.2% of the U.S. population. Of the, of the people diagnosed with diabetes, 210,000 are children and adolescents younger than 20 years of age, including 187 with type 1 diabetes. Undiagnosed, an estimated 7.3 million adults ages 18 or older. So 10% of the population, I'm sure, let's just say we cut that in half. 5% of the population are people that you shouldn't have any form of diabetes or any type of um, any type of health problems whatsoever. Or shouldn't have any problems whatsoever. Now, as far as the other information, now this is from the NIH, but I don't know. It's obvious. Well, actually, this is just diabetes. Now, I don't know. Let's see. Percentage of obesity in the United States, which is another issue that the Spanish community suffers from. See, a lot of, it's funny, like when a lot of these refugees come over from other countries, so they're obviously, especially the African refugees, like they came from like South Sudan or Cairo, or excuse me, not Cairo, but you know, Kenya or, uh, you know, Car or South Africa, you know, anywhere, any pick a South African country, whatever. They come over here their diet doesn't come with them. So their diet, whatever they were eating over there, they're not eating over here. They start eating more processed foods, more garbage, and then they they start to become way less healthy than what they were taking in over there. Now, granted, if they were starving, I take that back. But generally, a lot of these people were eating relatively, uh, what would you call them? Core meat, core foods. They were eating rice or they were eating starches. They were eating... Uh, basic fishes or basic foods, basic meats. They were eating stuff that was, you know, on a level of, all right, they just eat this, this, and this, and this. They come over here, there's all kinds of processed shit, and we cater to that. Shit, you walk into Aldi's, the first thing you see is like a whole section of just garbage food. And, the, and when you have an EBT card or, you know, those, those welfare cards that you 
get on like the first of the month and then you go grocery shopping, they don't restrict what you can put in your system. They don't restrict what you can bring into your household. Granted, I mean, I'm pretty sure there was a sales rep, uh, like a, a wholesale car guy that I, I used to know. And he would like, he had, he would get like a EBT cards and he would buy like lobster and shit with it. Now, obviously you shouldn't be allowed to buy like potato chips and other and cake and shit like that when you have, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ranting on something completely different, but still, but still when it comes to all this stuff, you should be focused on the basic shit. When it comes to nutrition, you should be focused on the basic foods. If you're given an EBT card, you should be allowed to buy produce and meats and some canned goods and eggs and butter and cheese. Basic stuff that helps build a strong body so you can be a better person in the community. When it comes to school, you should be built focused on the core things. Math, science, English, health and wellness, science, science biology okay those things that allow you to get a better understanding of everything that is taking place within yourself so you can have a better understanding of yourself by the time you graduate high school by implementing these bullshit policies of non-binary gender diversity inclusion shit all you're doing is taking all those core the core values and certified facts and throwing them away the minute the child approaches high school, they have no fucking clue what's going on. They don't know anything about themselves. They don't know what they want to be. They don't know what they're going to be. They don't know what problems they're causing, if any. They think they're the oppressors or the victims. When at the end, at the end of the day, they're just students. They're just students trying to pass, just trying to get by, get through each day, get their homework done, pass these fucking stupid classes, and get out of there. Now you're calling now you're making some of them out to be victims and some of them out to be oppressors like they're bad people. I feel bad for the student too, especially to work his ass off. You have to understand to be a high school football player takes a lot of work. And it is it hits your pride when you all of a sudden get a suspension even if it's for one game. So I don't know if there's been any updates on this, but I know it's a significant problem. And I know when I look at this curriculum here, for between 7 and 12, geography, biology, history, further maths, chemistry, media, English, physics, psychology, all these other things that you, all this stuff that you cram into your standard daily uh, learning core, uh, learning chart when you go to school, there's no room for this other stuff. And there should never be. This is not stuff that should take place in in high school or in middle school and in elementary school. It doesn't belong. It doesn't belong. All it does is cause more problems. You can deny. I mean, I will fight you on. I will fucking verbally fight you on this. This stuff does not belong in a classroom. It doesn't in any way, shape, or form. There is too much other stuff to cover because every time you install some of this other this diversity and inclusion stuff 
into a curriculum, you're taking something out. You're taking uh, time away from something else. They could be learning about the Holocaust. They could be learning about the Russian Revolution. They could be learning about cellular uh, mitosis or 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 or, or uh, metamorphosis or how plants work or how cells work or about how sexual reproduction takes place, how a baby is properly cared for, how math. Is go it shapes everything that you do in one way or shape or form. How the proper English, leaving high school with proper English and proper grammar is super important. And you're going to throw other fucking fantasy space ball words in there? Forget it. It's not going to happen. It, it can't happen. It needs to stop. These people who are put inserting these curriculums or putting this stuff in policy need to be fucking fired. And don't and blick. I'll tell you something. When you when if you, these people you think I'm talking about, they exist. They exist and they get paid. Matter of fact, the people who um, who are being paid to solve the homeless crisis in California are paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. They're in positions of extreme importance to solve the homeless crisis in in, in especially in Los Angeles. They're getting paid hundreds of thousand dollars, and they're not solving it. They're not solving it. It's like they're in business to make homeless people, not to take away from the homeless situation. And these people who are diversity and inclusion counselors or diversity and inclusion administrators, that means that somebody at the school had to hire for that position instead of looking for another PE teacher or looking for another science teacher and compensating them appropriately so that your child gets a better education in some of these other studies like math or science. Instead, nope, we got to hire a diversity and inclusion counselor or diversity inclusion or, uh, you know, counselor or administrator. Okay, how much is that? You know how much administrators cost? You know how much these secretaries and all that shit cost to bring it to a school? A lot of money. They get paid more than a lot of the teachers. Okay, where does that come from? Where does that money come from? It comes from a budget. Where does that budget come from? It comes from the town to approve. It comes from the town. Who funds the town? The people who live in it. The people who live in that town need to know that the shit, the taxes that they are spending to live in that community are being used to hire these fucking retards to boil your children's brains. It's awful. There's so much else that needs to be talked about in schools. You can only make a school so safe. Remember, I was I was in high school during the the years of Jonesboro, Paducah, Kentucky, and Columbine. Okay? I know a thing or two about schools being unsafe. I had to fight the fucking trailer park kids every other day. Okay? I know about schools possibly being unsafe. But I also knew about school being a challenge in terms of I just need to pass these classes. I need to run track do my part as a senior and graduate. And guess what? I did it. it. And I had plenty of obstacles in my way just as a normal everyday student. And school was already hard enough and boring enough. So now you're going to add all this stuff in. So you have to watch what you say. The whole point of school is to learn and make mistakes and figure out and figure out your language and, and and get wrong answers 
But instead, you get wrong answers because you fucked up somebody's gender identity. And the next thing you know, instead of just getting a wrong answer at a test, you get suspended. Great. So you're already going to hurt the kid's freaking uh, uh, self-esteem even more because you fucked up their... Look, if you can't get ahead no matter what you do, no matter what you say, then why try? Because the moment you know that you're going to walk into that school, you just are so worried about what you're going to say or what you're going to think or what opinion you're going to have or how much effort you're going to put forward because there's somebody else looking to drag you down because they have their own fucking problems and they were improperly taught, they're in malnutrition, and they're just looking to drag you down because that's what communists do. And this shit that they're teaching now in schools by handing out these pamphlets, I wish I had the pamphlet in front of me. I didn't take, I didn't bring it with me. But it's, let me tell you, it's fucking hilarious. It looks like a Saturday Night Live sketch nowadays. So here's my thoughts to what parents can do. If you, if your ch child comes home and, br and shows up with this pamphlet stuff, you need to cause a fucking shitstorm. You need to cause a fucking shitstorm and find out who wrote it. You need to find out what the positions that they have open for these things to actually happen. And if nothing's done at the school, you need to pull your child out of that school. Remember, this is your child. This is your lifeblood. This is everything that you put all of your hopes and dreams and fears into. You have a responsibility to make sure that that, that child gets a proper education and a proper upbringing. And if that school is not going to provide it for you, then you need to take your child out of that school and put them in one where they can succeed. That's your responsibility as a parent, as a grandparent, as an aunt, as an uncle, as a friend, as a neighbor. It's up to you. You'll have disagreements about other things, uh, whether it comes to maybe it's race or religion or politics, but one thing's for certain. When you put this stuff into the curriculum, the child's not going to learn. All you're going to do is tear apart Everything that we built up so far, the student did nothing wrong. He pointed out a he pointed out a fact that in Spanish in the Spanish language, there's only two genders, masculine and feminine. Talk to the Spanish people on the block. Any Spanish person, guess what? They'll say the same thing. They'll say the same thing. Now, are some things on a spectrum? Most certainly, but when it comes to biology, there really there's not much leeway there. There's not much leeway there. So I don't, I can't steer away from this stuff anymore. And I mean, I've joked about it in the past. I brushed up against it with some things, but here it's plain and fucking simple. Child should not get suspended because some bitch fucking ratted him out via, te via text message where he strongly stated factually that in the Spanish language is masculine and feminine. She overheard the discussion so she got involved and stole the, told the student that there's more than two genders. Number one, she's kind of she doesn't have much evidence on her side where he does. And this discourse should have been, now let's just say maybe he wasn't right. Let's just say for example maybe he wasn't right. Do you think there's a better way that this discourse could have been had? Or debated instead no he's automatically wrong because he's claiming something that we've claimed for fucking hundreds of years and because he's automatically wrong like no he's claiming biology he's wrong instead of having a conversation with the student you just automatically suspend them
whether you're suspending him from school or suspending him from extracurriculars such as football. It's wrong either way. You just automatically said that that child's wrong no matter what. According to our policy, kick the child off the team for one game. Nope. And that, when you do something like that, you get something called a lawsuit. And the lawsuit was filed on November 4th through an attorney with the Christian organization Cornerstone Action with the claim that he stated a Catholic-based belief. Now, is that lawsuit gonna pan out here's the thing that's another thing let's say he settles with the school number one he's gonna pull his money out of that school he's gonna pull himself out of that school and he's not gonna go there anymore or he's gonna or, or who knows what because he's already seen he's obviously embarrassed you know he's named in a suit against the school and this money has to come from somewhere so let's just say they settle or they lose then exeter high school has to pay and that comes from the taxpayers again. All because you can't stick to the fucking basics. This stuff, as once again, Edward Ramos, Edward, uh, Edward Rami stated, it's done by elitists. Now, obviously, he's speaking specifically about Latinx, the whole Latinx thing. But what he says also reverberates for the rest of language. That there, you have a common common principled understanding that you don't just not everything is a construct you have to have basic solid facts you have agreed facts by scientists that this is the case and we use this to build a society that functions when you tear down on that foundation everything falls apart and you start getting lost lawyers are not cheap i know i lived through 2021 and lost my entire 401k on a lawyer well, I didn't lose it. It was actually well worth spent, and I won. But still, I knew that I learned this year that lawyers are not cheap. And Exeter High School is going to learn the same thing. If this goes the distance, that high school is in a shitload of trouble. Now, where do I stand on this? Obviously, plain and simple. I stand with the student. I stand with his ability for the First Amendment. I stand by what he said as factually correct on both counts when it comes to biology and when it comes to the Latin language. And that Latin language part is backed by Edward Rami. So I'm it's extremely upset. You look at this curriculum map, kids got enough to worry about. Parents got enough to worry about. They don't need to worry about whether you accidentally offended somebody. Fucking get over it. Get over it. You're in school. School is a is a jungle. Okay? Microaggressions, you need to you need to absorb some bruises and bumps when you're in school. It's the only way you're gonna truly, truly evolve as a human being. And that's I think where I'm gonna end this podcast. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. You can actually subscribe to this podcast anywhere where it's available. Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podcast Addict, Spotify. And then, of course, when it comes to uh, the video portions of this podcast, you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Sarcasm, YouTube, Positive Sarcasm Podcast, and on Rumble under Positive Sarcasm. 
So you can pretty much find me anywhere. Crush concerns, comments, go directly to my website, positivesarcasm.com. Go through all my stuff there. Uh, check out my other YouTube channels, Positive Sarcasm, the concept channel, or original channel, and of course, Positive Sarcasm Reaction, which I do need to do another reaction um, to some music. I haven't, I've been kind of busy with some other things. So in the meantime, we're at 56 minutes. I think we're done here. Exeter High School, get your shit together. But thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I'll talk to you all actually next week. I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to drop like a, uh, a Thanksgiving, you know, thank you. Like just a quick, like maybe 10 minute podcast. And then I'm going to take that Sunday off. And then uh, we'll come back big and strong going forward for the rest of this year. But in the meantime, thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I'll talk to you all very early next week. Recorded here from the Sandbox. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation.